Yo, how's it going, everybody? Can you turn the lights on? Nobody's home. <laughs> Yo, even better. Hey, everybody. We're at DEFCON 5. Oh, huh? boy. What a morning. The kaiju are coming. The kaiju are coming. What a morning. <laughs> Let's turn the lights on. <laughs> we're already late. OBS is crashing. What well, yeah, yeah, we're having technical problems this morning. It's like if we have one good episode, then the next one... It's not the next one. It's the one after that that, you know. Oh, yeah. Because of Definitely. difficulties. Always something. Okay. So, we ain't got nobody here yet. So, uh, should we just get into it? Yeah, let's All get right. into it. Hey, everybody. This is Sequel Centric, where we take a look at follow-ups in the media to see how they stack up against their predecessors. I'm Sandra, and he is the Lambert. To my jewels, Nate. Yeah, I uh, I I usually try to pull two names off of each movie, and I was thinking of the first one. Uh oh, Kibby's on parade. Well, we're trying to get this at ten thirty because it's supposed to be a heat wave in Hemet. So <sighs> if we uh, if something happens, it's due to us being in the hottest room. Of the house. Oh my god. Uh. Or do you just want to do? We just finished watching Obi Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus. I was quite happy with it. Um, trying to figure out if we should review it, like we're going to be reviewing uh, Pacific Rim Uprising, or should we do a fireside chat? Anybody that's down in the chat, let us know what we should do. Uh. Give us a sound check for anybody that's listening there. Uh, Eduardo and Gabby or... Yeah, or, uh, Eduardo's here. Ed Joy says she was going to be uh, listening. Going in. Oh, okay. But usually she's sleeping, but she said she... When I sent, I, I sent Joy, out the, the text. Yeah. Uh, well... Joy? Joy... Harlow? Well, yeah. I, I, I forgot what her married name is, but... Well, that's all I ever yeah. hear referred to as, so... By the daughter. The one by, I haven't met yet? By Stuffy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. How are you doing? God, the air just came on. I could adjust the... Other than melting in this room. Like butter. Uh, I guess I'm doing all right. Just frazzled because computer is giving me problems again. And... Got it. Okay. Let's welcome. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm overly tired because of your dog barking all damn night. All night long. All night. I think I finally fell asleep at around four. Yeah. Again. In the chair in the living room. Yeah. I woke up because and I, nope. she wouldn't quit barking <laughs> from the end of the bed because she thinks she hears something. Well, she's going blind. Not she's going. Fine. Going deaf? I mean, she's 14. She's going senile is what she's doing. Oh. Thanks, I, love Brody. You. I love you, Daddy. Let's uh, welcome any newcomers who have found us uh, for the first time, as well as our tried and true regulars. Special shout out to my buddy Josh, who's out in the sea in Alaska, listening to Sequel Centric. We also have another, we also have our international listener, Michael. So. And I think we got one person on our graph that said that there's someone that listens to us in Europe somewhere. Oh, yeah? That's nice. Um, yeah. So don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button okay. as well as the notification bell. Take the little man. I got to operate buttons. Okay. Uh, you don't want to miss any uh, out on any new stuff or a hot take from Stuffy. He usually has something interesting to say on Instagram and Facebook uh, on Monday. Was that? Can't see. Open your eyes. Can't I see? I don't know. Come on, this thing's being a real jerk. Miss Fondles, whoever that is. I don't know who that is. Could be Joy. Sure, I get married with the most common name ever, and Nate the Great can't remember. Oh, so that is yeah, Smith Joy. Jones. Now I know. <laughs> hey, hey, at least you're not married to me. I thought it was some rando. 
I'm glad. If you think you have a bad joy, feel sorry for the redhead to the left of me. She's got a she's put up with me for the last thirty years. And counting. And counting. <laughs> yeah, we don't know where stuffy is. Hi, Joy. Thanks nice. for joining us. Special <laughs> shout out to Joy, who's been listening to us. She's been trying to yeah. catch Now I know through. who I'm replying to in yep. the comments okay. when I go and look at comments. Okay, let's get back on track. All right. Uh, wait, we were getting into some housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping. Uh, hold on, hold on. We've got some uh, housekeeping. If you were looking for some more... <laughs> sequel centric content it over on to patreon.com sequel slash patreon.com forward slash sequel centric and for one amazing dollar you can access around extra 37 pieces right now including sequels to be or not to be and sequel centric after parties where each month we give an extra 10 minutes or so of tidbits Else. I was like, where the hell are you going? <laughs> Oy. Unfortunately, I, I just had that thought when you were reading that I had that ready to go. Well, you said it so many times before the, the you, you got the logo up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Housekeeping, you need towels? Housekeeping? Speaking of Patreon, we are here. That. I might offend somebody and then I'll have to do an apology Okay, video. fine. Speaking of Patreon, we here at Sequelcentric would like to thank our super and outrageous tier patrons for their extra help on this channel. Throw up that graphic. Which one? Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Joy's catching us at a... No, no, no. Well, the graphic. Patreons. At the outrageous oh, and Patreon. super... Oh, Patreon. Yeah. Right. yeah, thanks, Marty. For... <laughs> <laughs> Subscribing at that rageous. Oh, tier. I forgot to highlight that one. <laughs> That's why I was like, huh? <laughs> Marty subscribes at the $35 tier, which gets her uh, her name thrown up all month long. She gets a candle or one of these shirts. She gets the vote. She gets to also tell us, you know, what movie to watch or spin off or whatever. And with our new series that is currently in the editing process. Uh, our new game show series, Stump the Chomp. Wow, Nate. Well, <laughs> problems over there. Well, got to live up to the title that you gave me of uh, Fidgety Neanderthal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wherever the lower thirds are. Anyways. I don't know where they are. Today's well, movie. I wasn't what... finished speaking. If. And you lost your binky. <laughs> what would you do with it? It was in there. Doesn't matter. Keep rolling. Keep talking. The show must go on. This is what I have to do. Under I'm on medication. Uh, I lost my thought. Oh, yeah. Uh, with our new game show series that's in the process of first episodes, finally in the process of being edited. Uh, Stump the Chump, where if you're at the five dollar or higher tier, you get to. Submit a question, and if we use it, you get a shout-out as well. That's all I had to say. Whoop, whoop. Today's movie was selected by patron Eduardo and Gabby. They have chosen Pacific Rim Uprising for sequel-centric to review. <laughs> oh. Yep. You know, like review, my, my last co-host bailed out, so. Here you go. Remember, everyone, when you <laughs> scroll up the screen so I can read stuff. You're scroll at up the super screen. Turn on the picture. God. Anything else? You're the producer slash editor slash This is too marketing. much for my brain to process. Remember, everyone, when you're at the super <laughs> outrageous tier, you get to pick a sequel movie or a spinoff like Pacific Rim The Black on Netflix currently for us to review. What's your history with Pacific Rim? Was I supposed to do something else? With feeling. Oh. <laughs> What's my history? What's your history with the Pacific Rim franchise, Nate? Well, obviously, I'm you know, being a 
a movie guy, movie couple, you know, we're we are we are aware that been on the scene since twenty uh, movie junkie thirteen. So and this movie had I, I believe the both best of both worlds. It's got giant robots, little like Power Rangers or Robotech. Giant kaiju, uh, kaiju monsters like Godzilla and Gamera. So you know, it's a it's a perfect fit. Gojira. And it's just one of those movies I wanted to see, but other things came up, and it wasn't until you know Eduardo wanted us to review the second one that made us you know watch these two. Plus, we watched the first two episodes of the animated uh, Pacific Rim: The Black series on Netflix. So, okay. Cool. What's your history? Uh, the same. Don't you mean ditto? Ditto. Okay. Xerox, copy, whatever other okay. ones. I don't know any other words for that. Let's throw out some movie facts. Okay. Uh, before we get into other stuff. Pacific Rim Uprising released Sorry. on March 23rd, 2018. <laughs> rated... PG-13 with a running time of 111 minutes, which I'm sure you can carve off, what, 11 or 12 or 13, 15 of those minutes for credits. Uh, director Stephen S. DeKnight, written by Stephen S. DeKnight, Emily Carmichael, Kira Snyder, and T.S. Nolan. Nolan? Nolan? Sure. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, who directed the first movie, has a producer credit. Uh, music by Lorne. Lorne. No, like Lorne Lorn Green. Yeah, Lorne. 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 Balaf. Balaf. Balfi. Sure. Unless you misspelled it. Ah, uh, no. Trust me, when it's an unusual name like that, I try to check it a couple times. All right. My broken brain that flips. It flips, like, letters, it flips around. letters around. Uh, a budget of 150 to 100, 150 yeah. to 176 million. I'm sure the extra. Oh, I thought we turned him off. No, is uh, due to marketing stuff. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't recognize your fingerprint. <laughs> box office return of almost 291 million. So I would chalk that up as a okay success. Uh, Thoughts and impressions on this blockbuster? Uh, uh, my thoughts and impressions would be need more sleep. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it overall. You know, like you said, it's yeah. like a combination of all the movies that we grew up with. Um, you know, Transformers, yeah. and uh, you know, the only thing missing was freaking it, it, it. Jaeger's all combining it like a Voltron. Yeah. That would have been cool. <laughs> and making you know, a super a super Jaeger. Well. The kaiju did that. Yeah, they did. So I was surprised that the you know the humans didn't do the same thing. But oh well, you know, it worked. Okay. Uh how about you? Uh well actually, you know, before watching the first one, I did check out the, uh, out of curiosity, the uh, anime Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim, the black, you know. I couldn't figure out why it was so short. I mean, I know I'm short, but. Just wanted to uh, kind of get a feel after watching those two episodes, uh, which I believe take place right around the first Pacific Rim movie, but over in Australia. If you watch the first one, they had that giant wall that's supposed to protect them. And then they went crashing through Sydney, so I think that's where it falls within the timeline. Kind of got me jazzed to watch the first one. The first one I thought was really good. Uh, Del Toro, his track record of directing is interesting. Sometimes he'll do a little independent movie like um, Pan's Labyrinth, and they'll do something like Hellboy or this, you know, so... Most of the stuff that he's directed, I've enjoyed. Um, the second one, um, I would say, he, even though he would, didn't direct, I think they believed they needed more action and less story. Because mm -hmm. the first one is, I would say, it's, can't find the right, right word besides, it, it seemed it was more story with 
the action towards the end, and this did have a story, but overall, it was more action. Right. I mean, even right out of the get-go. Well, I mean, yeah, it was a lot of action, but it wasn't like a lot of, like, Michael Bay uh-huh. movies. I'm kidding. Um, but, you know, I think this franchise is a result of... That hair flying around here of, keeps sticking of, to my face. I think this movie is a byproduct of a lot of Japanese influence and all the stuff that Japan has been doing uh, between anime and manga over, over the years. Giant robots, that, monsters. That, that no. What's enough? Um, I put it where you told me yeah. to. Um, so I, I, I think that's one of the reasons why it was such a, such a success. I mean, anime so heavily influenced now. I mean... It was hard to find, like, back in the 90s and stuff, but, um, you know, Jake's generation, they started popping it up on yeah. the Cartoon Network, and now you got Crunchyroll and a whole bunch of other places. So it's, I mean, this is basically a live-action anime for the most part. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Eduardo said it was almost, he almost picked Tremors uh, or he switched it. And yeah. And I'd just like to say thank you for switching it. Well, I, well, just Tremors too. I mean, even though there's seven Tremors movies. I mean, I think I saw the first one, and so I don't think it would have bothered me. It's not like, you know, those other mo- like those other horror movies. I guess I wouldn't call it a horror movie. I would just call it a monster. movie. A monster movie. Well, you know, some of the other ones like Saw. Yeah. That one's disturbing. Yeah. That one I wouldn't be able to tolerate. Those other ones you just watched the Purge movies. I don't think I'd be able to tolerate. No, no, no. no. So, uh, that's definitely something that's up my alley, up Duff's alley, even Taylor's alley. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm working my way through Game of Thrones and some of the, some of the, yeah, well, some of the, you know, the fighting scenes and all that, and the torture scenes are really graphic and I have a hard time watching those. So, um, where are we at? I don't know. You want to head over to the pros and cons? Sure. Let me turn this off so it isn't on. Here we go, guys. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Did you find it? Right where I left it. All right. So, uh, what are your pros? Should uh, we? Should we? Uh, do a montage of pros, or should we go back and forth? Yeah, we'll st- just start with pros and work our way down. Right. Um, I mean, this movie—I don't know if Duff's seen it, but it's something that we've touched on in some of the reviews that we've done. It does a quick recap of the first movie, where you don't have to watch the first one, which is, you know, I think it's a big plus in Duff's book. For me, it's a, uh, you know, it's good. That's that's yeah. the one thing I noticed. They did a it was a it was a three to five minute super recap of the first movie. So if you've never seen the first movie, you can just jump in this one. You get oh, yeah. a, you, you 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 get a feel for what happened. So that uh that's a major plus in uh yeah in mine and Duff's book. Yeah, um, I liked that they uh, the character that John Boyega played uh, as Jake is the son of. Idris Elba's character from the first movie, Mark Heimdall. Yeah. Not Heimdall. <laughs> Wrong movie. That's all I knew him for until this and some other <laughs> stuff. And then. Well, he played Marshall Stacker Pentecost uh, in the first movie. So yeah, yeah. He's. John Boyega is, is the son of him. That's one of another thing. I didn't write it down. That's one of the things I liked about this movie. He, uh, Jake, did not tell anybody what his last name was. Right. Because he didn't want. Everybody comparing him to his dad, to his you know. Father, yeah, yeah. Um, when they finally got to, because uh, you know, uh, when he finally got, when he had to go back, because he was in the Pacific Rim Defense Corps or whatever it's called. Uh, then he just decided it wasn't for him, and then you know, his father made the sacrifice in the first movie, and um, he just you know, plus his sister, uh, got whatever. First movie, uh, she was always bailing him out of jail. But uh, the last time, like, Michael, 
Mako. Yeah. Yeah. She's all like, uh, your choice is either jail or you come back. And he's like, ah, okay, I guess I'll go back. But yeah. Which is lesser of the two evils. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to choose. That's like those things you make, those games you make you play this or that. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that game. It's usually give me two I don't like. <laughs> Anyways, um, what i was gonna say well i thought it was your turn well i mean well another thing i like about this movie it, it feels like it's a it's a combination of a lot of other movies i've seen over the years the new and old godzilla movies the transformers um especially when they're when they're on base with the group and everything it gave me like the colonial marines vibe from um the 1986 uh sequel you know aliens yeah um, plus um them wearing the suits, uh, to because you got two people that got to pilot the Jaegers because it's a strain on the brain, on their human yeah. brain, yeah, yeah. So those outfits kind of remind me of Power Ranger, uh, outfits a little kind bit, of, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got another one, yeah, and I got a picker, a picker, I got a picker for that one, a picker, yeah. I also did like uh, that they brought back three group characters shot. from the first movie. Uh, Mako, the group shot? Newton, a.k.a. I don't know. Group shot is... Ah. There we go, yeah. There's your group shot. There's the group shot, plus the giant uh, mega kaiju that yeah. they all... Godzilla, you got the Jaegers that are Transformers, Power Rangers, Aliens, that type of thing. I don't know, the, the kaiju looks more like Gamera than Godzilla. Well, yeah. Well, I'm in a Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah. Well, no, Not so much Godzilla. Maybe a, a Gamera. <laughs> if, if anybody don't know who Gamera is, Gamera is just a giant a turtle. So that one kind of looks like and he has those two spiky oh, teeth. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if if uh, Godzilla and Gamera had a love child, maybe that would be it. Yeah. Um, They brought back through three characters from the first one. Mako, a Newton, or Newt, the rock scientist, and then Herman, the yeah. more... You know, Sheldon-like analytical yeah. mind scientist. So that's kind of nice that they uh, they brought back some of the characters and they wait, got was one. He, was, wait, Herman was the scientist. Yeah, that with was the king. The king. Oh, okay. So he uh, he was one of the actors from Game. He was in Game of Thrones and he played a really brutal character. Bored. Stop talking about Game of Thrones. Don't tell me to shush. <laughs> Any more pros? Yeah, I do. Lay them on me. Uh, this one was a big one for me. That the end of this movie, uh, it sets it up for the third film. Uh, with a quick conversation with Jake and Newt. Yeah. And you know because Newt's mind is like I don't I don't know possessed by the aliens or it's well, being controlled by the aliens. It does go back to the first movie where he Jerry rigged. Um, some machine to tap into because he figured out or the two of them i think herman and uh newton they figured out in the first move that uh, they, there was some sort of hive mind going on yeah almost like uh in the, the aliens and independence yeah. day which this also kind of gave me this little feel with them trying to invade earth kind of gave that idea it for did it did a uh so he hooked up and then he, so one could say what happened the first <laughs> movie kind of foreshadowed this movie and it kind of infected his brain and um because he was like big into um you know jaeger jaeger uh kaiju parts um so um yeah so there's a yeah that's another interesting thing they kind of in the trailers in most of the movie it, it looks like the red herring was the the bad guy was um god i can't think of her name uh, of the corporation that wanted to uh, replace all the Jaeger pilots with drones, which oh, kind of is yeah, yeah. almost kind of what's going on, which, which was a little, I think it's a little bit of a subplot in the Top Gun sequel Maverick. Well, drone. guess who finally made it to the show? Who? Who made it to the show? Loudmouth? Yeah. Your Wonder Twin. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do like... Um, 
how it comes. For me, you know, I didn't see it coming. For other people, that might have seen it. So when it revealed that the, who the real bad guy was and everything, because uh, he was putting uh, kaiju parts in all the drones and nobody nobody yeah. knew that. Um, the first part of the ending credits has a really hyped soundtrack. Yeah. It had a really, really good beat and bass tone. And oh, is that supposed to be a movie deep? It got moved. <laughs> No. No? Oh, no. Okay. That's a pro? That's a pro. Oh, okay. <laughs> a visual consultant, uh, Del Toro. Okay. Cool. You know, I don't know how much influence he had over the kaiju in the first movie, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you watch something like Pan's Labyrinth or what Hellboy was already an established Yeah, that IP, movie was bizarre. <laughs> it's almost like a whacked out version of The Labyrinth with David Bowie and Jennifer yeah, it's like a effed up version of the a forked up version. Look, my, my hands, I got pardon my, my swamp mouth. What's going on? Um, but it was a forked up version of a labyrinth. Yeah, <laughs> spiritual effed up for forked up version. Um, you got something else? No, that was about it. So, uh, I got some that are pros and cons. Yeah, if you yeah, <laughs> don't know what. Yeah, don't, don't know go where to, either way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, Rock'em Sock'em robot scene. Yeah, in Sydney. Yeah. In Cindy. Yeah, the. That. I don't know if that was in there for a little comic relief because I don't know. Why not? I mean, they did it in Toy Story too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <you know? laughs> uh, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they thought a was coming out of the water. I, most of us probably thought it's got to be a kaiju, but it's uh, it was another you know rogue Jaeger. So they start you know, nothing like a third. 20 or 30 foot rock and sock and pipe, you know, and then stuff goes crazy. Um, another pro con for me is Jake's character going in a, in a different route than his father in the beginning of the film, you know, except trying to, you know, uphold his father's legacy. He basically, cause he starts stealing parts off of Jaegers cause he knows, you know, how to get into some of the bases and some other stuff and, you know, make, make a quick buck. So I thought that was an interesting decision that the writers made for his character, you know, eventually it kind of comes around, yeah. but it was a definitely something that, you know, uh, well, there's a movie for you. What? So I was reading the next one. Or, uh, this would be an interesting Pitch for Hollywood, I what? guess, having a Godzilla versus Transformers movie. <laughs> well, I mean, that's in a overall. I get that, and for me, that was the major vibe for me. Yeah, it, it was. It, it, yeah, because yeah. you know. Um. Well, actually, no, that was the. I was. I'm thinking of the first one where you know we're watching it. When we were watching the first one, and they go in, and they're this is probably more of a con for me. No, we didn't throw up the thing. There's no hot cakes. We didn't throw the thing up. <laughs> didn't throw up the... Like the bat <laughs> signal? Yeah. We got to throw up the signal. Uh, Scrapper, you know, that... Well, yeah, little... I wasn't finished. Oh. But, so this one was more of a con for me, and I know we're probably not there yet, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Yeah. And it was watching the first movie, and they're talking about the aliens and everything, and it, it was just like a dead ringer of ID4. You know, hive mind, yeah. and, you know, they're trying to, you know, they, the aliens move from one planet to another and yeah. use up all the resources. I'm like, that's straight out of ID4. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, they were trying to, I mean, our planet wasn't, uh, wasn't admitted to their. Right. They, know, they couldn't. Yeah. But the only difference was they were coming through a portal, whereas they before they came in a spaceship. True. They were coming through, yeah, a gateway to the Marietta Trench, I believe. Mariana's Trench. But yeah, there wasn't enough. What I gather enough toxic pollution and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um. 
you know what what makes one species uh throw uh live can you know kill another so right um well they 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 talked i mean they did they touched on that in the war of the worlds movie the aliens yeah, yeah. couldn't handle they didn't have an immune system yeah um in the beginning of the movie uh a little little Jaeger robot piloted by one scrapper oh, kind of reminded another rogue yeah mm -hmm. uh kind of reminded me of uh bumblebee uh from the last transformers movie but also also reminded the way uh it curled up also reminded me um of the main character samus and metroid where she oh yeah curls she up into a her... little ball and she can go through little her morph ball yeah also yeah that was a i was I, that was a fun scene uh the little scrappers uh little scrappers trying to get away from the giant jaeger and everything and yeah. uh giving playing the, keep away yeah giving the <laughs> jaeger a run for its money you know and john Boyega not hooked into anything he's and it's rolling around he's bouncing all over on the inside yeah um, the only other one that I've the the montage that they do of putting all the Jaegers back together yeah. in the in the third act. Yeah, yeah. To me, it kind of felt. I, I, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I went, I'm, I've seen enough '80s movies. Anybody watch some '80s movies? Some they got that montage of oh, we got to put the bar back together, right. or we got to train for the big event, or whatever. And right. It, and it kind of felt like that. A little, yeah. A little bit of a montage of trying to, you know. Get those giant booster packs out of Tokyo and stuff like that. So once again, it's kind of a pro con for me. I liked it, but it's right. like, I mean, technically, it shouldn't be an '80s thing. It could, it could go anywhere. So it's just my broken brain. Thank you, Broken brains. Yeah. So, uh, how about some cons? Do you have any cons? Ladies first. Uh, wasn't ready. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess Del Toro not directing. I mean, some of the people I've 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 talked with that love the first one and don't really care for the second one. Their opinion is they're you know I I know it was a huge blow for a lot of people that Del Toro didn't come back to direct and he only had a, had some. He was a producer, I don't know, and plus he was a visual consultant. I don't know how much, but he didn't direct, which I guess you can see if you watch both these movies back to back. Like I said, the first one was heavy on the story with some, you know, with action, like mainly in the third scene, you know? Yeah. And this one pretty much has action from the beginning with, uh, you know, with a storyline sprinkled throughout. So yeah, I would say this movie felt more like a live action anime movie than anything else and maybe that's why a lot of people didn't care for it why they be. felt it's the the lesser yeah. of the two they could um you have con trucker con missing parts of the movie yeah i mean when they were talking with in because, mandarin yeah they're talking in a foreign language yeah but mandarin, there was no subtitles and they're Yeah, <laughs> no, there was uh, no subtitles when they were talking in Mandarin, so that was hard. It's like, well, what the heck are they talking about? <laughs> so yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that at all. Yes, I mean, I felt like I was. Or did missing, you want to spit it out? Felt like I was missing a portion. I don't know if it was an eighth of the movie, a fourth of the movie, but for me, I was missing a part. I felt like I was missing a something vital i got no problem with the movie if they want to talk whether it's a, a foreign language on this planet or vulcan klingon hutties whatever but please put the subtitles down so we know what the fork is going on right you know hey swampy <laughs> got swamp mouth um plus uh what little screen time mako had uh your sister's pouting boy no hot takes. Just pouting. Pouting. <laughs> uh, yeah. So plus <laughs> plus the way she went out. Enjoys complaining. <laughs> hot takes is reserved for tidbits. 
Well, it looks like she really feels like she's got a. It's well, you know, she can. We'll finish doing our review, and if we still have some time, we'll. I'll throw it up. And okay. She can do a hot take. Gotcha. You hear that? I want to be a big old meanie. <laughs> uh, I think you got some interesting and fun facts for us, Nate. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Nate. Which I, I I didn't put this in the pros. Another pro for me, Nate? the two the two male, main male characters, Nate and Jake. Nate and Jake. Nate and Jake. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake being uh, John Boyega and Nate being Scott Eastwood, whose father is the famous actor slash director Clint Eastwood, which I believe we had in the tidbits that Clint told uh, Scott not to be in the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Um. Uh, the night cameos as a uh, PPDC uh, Pacific. Dang it, I forgot what it was. <laughs> It'll come to us later. Uh, a general on a recruitment banner. Uh, that's a little fun fact. Uh, interesting fact John Pasano? Pasano, yeah. Was originally slated to write and score for the film. However, in January of 2018, it was announced that Lauren Lauren uh, Balif was the new composer. So, I both of those composers' names escaped me, but I thought uh, Belief, 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 yeah. Believe if or not, I'm walking on here. Gonna bug me. Uh, I thought they uh, they did a pretty good job. Uh oh. Got a favorite line or a favorite scene of the movie? Mother Tucker is confused. I have to help her. Okay. Read on, Nathan. Uh, one of my favorite lines. There's a lot, there's a lot of great stuff, but I think one of my favorite lines of the movie is uh, when um, oh my god, the main female protagonist that designed Scrapper, Amir, Amir Amara her name is uh she you know she gets thrown in with all the cadets and there's one cadet one of the female cadets uh who uh i guess resented her because you know they all had to bust their ass to get in there and she got in there because she just built uh you know a mini jaeger and uh she's uh just up all up in her face and everything and she was basically telling her that not in so many words that her jaeger that she built was crap or anything but basically it's like she said bigger is better you know, and then they, there's another scene where the two of them get into a, into a scrape because, you know, um, Amara, Amira, uh, is definitely about an inch or two shorter than, uh, Victoria. What was it? PP what? PP, CD, Pacific something, Defense Corps. Anyways, uh, favorite scene? Uh, when Scrapper, well, I think we already kind of told this, uh, when Scrapper was rolling into a ball to get away from the full-size Jaeger in the city, uh, I thought that was pretty, I thought that was a really great scene. And, uh, another favorite scene of mine is when, uh... Pan Pacific Defense Corps. Yeah, Pan Pacific, yeah. Uh, is when the two Jaeger, when, when, uh, when Nate and Jake took their Jaeger, first one from, was it Gypsy? From the first one, they went out to some somewhere in Cy. I don't want to say Cyber. It's some snow climate. Check out this facility, and then the other rogue Jaeger comes up, and they're doing they're duking it out, and eventually he does the uh, uh, Gypsy does the Jake and Nate do the Kano maneuver from Mortal Kombat Two, and just punches right through and pulls out the core. Justin. Justin, who? Yes. Ha ha ha. Has joined us. Ha ha ha! Excellent. Okay. Uh, where are we at? I don't know. Pros, cons, impressions. Maybe does it sequel or not? Does it sequel? Does it sequel or not? I'm walking on oh. air. Wait. Oh. Okay. So confused. <laughs> Stop. This is dead air. You know what Duff would say. Bite me. No, Duff would not say bite me. Duff's not here. But <laughs> he wrote the book. There is his name's right there. 
You can see it in the background. Well, it's because I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> We're back. Since I've been talking so much, I'll throw it over to you. Does this sequel for you, Sandy? Yes, for me it sequels. I'm going to steal your dialogue, too. It has everything 12-year-old Sandy <laughs> likes. <Yeah. laughs> Giant mechs and kaiju. And see why some people may not. Oh, nice reading your thoughts. <laughs> Taking them for my own. Get out of my hair. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll let you have that one. It's a popcorn eating, candy munching, soda drinking flick pick where you sit back and watch the chaos. You don't have to solve who done it, like in Knives Out or Death on the Nile, or being bogged down with 20 or more years of source material like the aliens in Star Wars franchises. Yep. And I got a job here. Yeah. Not that one. <laughs> a league of their own. What I the don't hell? remember that in the movie. Uh, yeah, this movie has everything 12-year-old Nate likes. Uh, giant robots, uh, monsters, fighting, just, you know. Your big fat head's in the way. I, uh. Just sit normal, I'll fix it. It's got everything. I enjoyed it. It's sequeled for me. Um, I can kind of see after watching both of the movies almost back to back, I can see why some people may not enjoy may not enjoy the second one. Second one is more action heavy. Um I would tell anybody if you've watched either one of these movies to you if you like the franchise, head over to Netflix and watch their uh they got two seasons of uh Pacific Rim The Black, about uh, brother and sister, if you know anything ab about the franchise. Since there are two pilots have to, uh, you need two people to pilot the mechs, and they talk about drift compatible. They're, you know, for some reason, uh, they're like in each other's head, so they're kind of doing a, a fusion, and they found out in the first movie that if, you know, if they're there's a strong bond, uh, maybe like, you know, brother and sister, or boyfriend, girlfriend, brothers, what, you know, whatever. There's a, there's a, a connection um, because what was it in the first movie it was a father and son that had one of the uh, one of the Jaegers. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, if you got two strangers, they may not be compatible. Oh, yeah, you're, and the you're, son was kind of an ash. Yeah, because, um, you know, in this movie... Um, Jake and um, Amara uh, did a simulation test on something, and like she was just, you know, she, she's in his head and he's in her head, and she's yeah. just freaked out. So you know, probably right. what I would do, panic. <laughs> so um, yeah, check out Pacific Rim: The Black. Um, two seasons. Each season has like a seven or eight episodes, or about thirty or forty minutes each. I. If you like this franchise, go check it out. Well, if we're on Netflix. Yeah, whenever yeah. when I know we're on HBO Max now, but whenever we drift back over to haha, uh, over to <laughs> Netflix, uh, I'll probably watch the rest of it because the first two episodes we saw, uh, you know, intrigued me. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, should we throw up our verdict? Well, or... I would say whether or not the powers that be. Include the trilogy of saga. Uh, I'm part of the. Uh, I'm part of this franchise, like Star Trek and the Predator movies, which I still have to see. So neat. Let's throw up our verdict. Got to go find it first. Over there. Is it, <laughs> is it over there? Is it over there? I don't see it. What's going on? Drum roll, please. shocked i thought for sure it was a dish it no we need to get one that says burn it yeah this just it's uh something to put in the background during you know i mean fourth of july is coming up you know put in the background when everybody's barbecuing or whatever i mean i'd say it's worth it's worth a watch you know yeah definitely so before we head into our sponsor 
about that guys <laughs> we're gonna let you know you're quick with the buttons there i'm getting there can't see them throwing up pictures know. that people aren't supposed to see seeing pictures that are on, on tidbits after party <laughs> while we wait see if stuffy calls in did you want to put it right there talk about some of your candles since mia bill is the Actually. official sponsor of Sequel centric. Oh, never mind. Hang on, wait. Oops. <laughs> You're live with Sequel Centric. What's your hot take? I don't like Jaeger. It reminds me of having my head in a toilet wrapper. Gotcha. Jägermeister? Jägermeister. Jägermeister. Yeah, I know what she meant. No, no. I oh. was... Uh, Burgermeister. I was, I was, oh, yeah. you're thinking of I was my fusing, Christmas. I was fusing the drink. With Jäger. Christmas With uh, Burgermeister, Meister, Burger. Burgermeister, Meister, Burger. Yeah. Okay. Now that we got the hot take out of the way. Which... You feel better now? Can you... Will you sleep better tonight? Well, with this, I get to make the second compilation of Stuffy's Hot Takes. If anybody sure. wants to hear Stuffy's Hot Takes Volume 1, head on head on over to Patreon.com. For a mere dollar, you can access that and a whole bunch of other stuff. Plus, support, it supports us and helps us grow. And uh, we're able to get the things that we need to make this show better. Excellent. <laughs> so, today's episode of Does It Sequel. Why are you doing that? You can't even see. Shh, they don't know. Is brought to you by Mia Bella's Natural Wax Candles and Melts, made with clean, natural burning palm wax, top of the line quality scents, and all cotton self trimming wicks. These candles burn cleanly and evenly, no black soot on the jars or in the air. Uh, available in over 80 fragrances, with new scents being. We don't have smeller vision. Wow, that's strong. <laughs> Uh, with new scents being released every month. Um, as you can see here from the description, uh, it is a very clean candle. So June's scent of the month is Car is brand new, and it's called Caribbean Sky. Parts of the Caribbean Sky? Excellent. No. <laughs> why, is the, why is the rum always gone? Got to get it up here. I gotta get Drift it away to stop. Drift away to paradise with this refreshing tropical blend that will tantalize your senses with its sparkling, zesty, sweet aroma. Top notes of orange, peach blossom, and morning skies. That's a spicy meatball. Middle notes of tangerine, bergamot, and strawberry seeds. Bergamot. Heck, does a strawberry seed smell? Bottom notes of neroli flower, misty musk, and rose water. Misty uh, Musk. Sounds like if you're on the road I know, right? for a whole week and you don't take a shower. It makes a perfect addition to any room or as a special gift for the holiday. There you go. Or any occasion. Visit sandrascandles.com to order yours today. A link to the online store will be in the description video below. Here's the Fruit Loops one that we talked about uh, uh, yeah. a couple episodes ago. Uh, the... the, the the people that oh at the office that do the fragrances—I don't, don't know how they do it—are geniuses because, yeah. Any kids from the '80s who ate Fruit Loops or the knockoff version, this will give you all the smells and none of the none of the cavities. I don't know how they freaking do it. It smells like tricks too. The only one—the <laughs> only one that we've ever that we've ever gotten that we thought it was, you know. Not so good was the leather one. But all the other ones were pretty much on point. Yeah. 
Are yeah. we wrapping up? We are wrapping it up. Okay, I got. I have to go make a. Now who's not paying attention? I, I need to go buy a. Uh, I get buy. What's that? I gotta make a lemon cake for sanding the cast iron Dutch oven using charcoal that John Blake taught After me. After you how to drive do. me down to the other end of town, because I can't drive the car. <laughs> Which end? <laughs> that end or this end? Uh, that end. Well, at least at least your car's getting a new paint job. The West End. The West End. West End girls, West End boys, East End boys, West End, whatever. That's it for today. Please check out our other content on YouTube and Patreon. You can listen on the Too fast. Trying to wrap up. Somehow I got in trouble with Chris Mac, Daddy Supreme. Yeah. Your brain is your 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 brain is processing faster than your lips can spit it out. Well, Joy's known me a long time. I do the same thing. Uh, okay. We're done for today. Please check out our other content on YouTube and Patreon. Uh, you can also listen to us on all the major podcasting apps, like also uh, some of the other ones, like uh, Castbox and TuneIn Radio. Um, I know some of some of our uh, people in the community, like Justin and uh, Trucker Robert, like to listen to us. I think Jacob. Mm-hmm. Our nephew Jacob listens to us when he's driving from Oceanside and Miramar to go brew that wonderful beer. Yeah, where is Chris Mac Daddy Supreme? He's in Big Bear. Oh. Hunt, hunting bears or finding a job or something. I don't know. Finding a job? Yeah. Did he leave Toyota? Yeah, I told you that. I wasn't listening. Shocker! <laughs> you sure you told me? Maybe I or... told you in a dream. Were you having conversations I'm with me in your head? Telling you now, live on air, so I got witnesses. <laughs> so our next movie review is going to be Live Free or Die Hard, the fourth movie in the franchise. We will be live streaming it on July 3rd. That's at next Sunday. 10.30 a.m. Tune in and find out if it sequels. That's right. Got a lot of Die Hard movies to watch. <laughs> Uh, talking about lots of movies to watch. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back is finally up for viewing and listening. Thank you all who've been patient since. Yes. Uh, it, what it, it was the movie review for April, and we had major technical difficulties with the uh, computer, so yeah. it took us a while to get that all together. So thank you very much. And uh, Stump the Chump is in the process of being edited as we speak, so keep an eye out on the socials for it to drop uh, on Patreon, I believe. Yeah, we still have the yeah. uh, teaser, the, the deluxe teaser version on Patreon, and then the yeah. regular teaser version on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. Well, that's it for now. And until next time, you got to ask yourself that one question. Does it sequel? Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming.